Kings play chess on fine grain sand. Somebody else give me a level next. Go. She sells, she sells by the seashore. I can't even do it right, man. <laughs> Ken. I like big butts and I cannot lie. I like big butts and something else. Haikus are pretty, but sometimes they don't make sense. Refrigerator. Well then, we know what we're doing. <laughs> it's episode 150X cuz I think we're still in the 50s. I have no I think it's 158. I have I the page right. open. I'm going to click it. I'm pretty sure yeah. that's right. 158. Uh so happy 3 year anniversary late to us. <laughs> we did it kind of on brand. Even weirder because there's been multiple episodes where we did a half, so you don't know really how many we've put out. Oh, that's right. So it's like five or like, six weeks late. Yeah, and then <laughs> early on there were some not, a couple weeks where we had two in one week, and yeah, who knows? Yeah, totally on brand. Forget the number. Don't know what month it is. It's all good. It's all good. No JJ's here. You heard him. Michael's here. Yeah. Hey, everybody. And we got a guest. Ken's back. Hey, one and all. How you doing today? Hey, buddy. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Actually, congrats, just man. Thanks. Actually, just got some of the photos back from the wedding today. Um, all the ones, a good majority for the wedding, and then some for the reception. They're looking pretty awesome. Nice. A lot of good stuff. We yeah. did a lot of superhero posing. Oh yeah, there's. It's, and I, the thing is, I need to get a a semi decent uh, Photoshop artist to bring in, like you know, Molnir and the Cap Shield and you know, lightning, oh. all kinds of stuff. I hear somebody needs elemental guns. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know somebody that needs those. Uh, I hear if you just post things on Twitter, there's a lot of people that love to do Photoshop there for free. <laughs> I I've seen some awesome ones where they're like, "Can you take this person, the, the, this jerk in the background out?" They just take out the groom out of the photo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say they don't always do it the way you want, but it ends up looking great. <laughs> yeah. mm -hmm. Speaking of it not all being the way you want, but pretty much still great. Marvel's Endgame. <laughs> uh, is, it, is it not great for you guys? Did you? Did, is that how you came down on that? Is it's not great, but or it didn't turn out the way you want? Or hmm. I think my spoilers first. It, yeah, spoilers yeah. Spoilers first. Spoilers for Endgame. Spoilers for Endgame. So, so uh, Ken wasn't able to join us for our two-parter, uh, but he graciously listened so that he could write down a checklist of things uh, to get us right on. Yeah, and maybe and, and maybe think, we'll change our opinion here. <laughs> yeah, I, I, like I'm pretty sure we all liked it, right? Like it was good. I enjoyed it. I, mean, no? I might of of the three of us, I might give it the great vote. Okay, I I came down the hardest, I think, because they broke their own rules, <laughs> and I thought Infinity War was awesome. Yeah, I think it was tough for them to live up to Black Panther and Infinity War, two movies that are among the best that they had made. And then followed up with this one, which was like very good, but not those two. Yeah, I think that uh, it was enjoyable a lot of the way through. It started to feel like in the I think JJ and I landed in the camp of the battle scene wore us down. Yeah. And and Michael, maybe that didn't have that I, same experience. Yeah, I didn't quite get to that point. There you go. I think Recap. I think that was a divide. <laughs> Recap for you, who I assume, Ken, you landed on. This is the best movie of all time. We lost Ken. Ken is gone. 
Well, it wouldn't be a podcast without technical difficulties. <laughs> hey. So Pokemon Go. <laughs> yeah, still doing it? I really got sucked down a rabbit hole with Pokemon Go because so much has changed since the first time that I did it that it's kind of like a new game. Yeah, it's a new game, right? Like not only because the first time around you were just catching Ekans and Rattatas everywhere. And now it's like, right. ooh, that's new. What's that? And I, I don't know anything past the Gen 2 Pokemon. Not really sure that there's like a ton overall that's not like super free to play. You know what I mean? Like I walk up to the gyms and, ooh, man, those guys have 3,000 level Pokemon because they've been playing for a long time or they paid money. And mine are like level 500 or whatever. Uh, and there are a lot of people <laughs> actually that kind of wander around with either multiple phones or something because, what? yeah. So when you take over a gym, like you can battle the gym, right? Right. And, and you, you do damage to it by, by battling it, but you can only, once you beat it, put one of your Pokemon in, right? And so once you put the one Pokemon in, you're done. And then after that, that the other people have to put theirs in. So if you have multiple accounts, you can just put more of yours in. And so a lot of the people yeah. in the gym have name like Goldman 1, Goldman 2, Goldman 3, and then all have the same outfits on, you know? Nothing suspicious about that at all. No, uh, Ryan's Personal not, army. I'm going to steal Ryan's story, but apparently they were at a gym, which was at what, like a boba shop or something, and saw a husband and wife pull up in their Tesla outside, pop open the trunk in which they had six phones tethered up to a Wi-Fi. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, you know, Pokemon Go. I, I, I'm enjoying it. I, I don't want to undersell that I'm enjoying it for some reason. That's kind of weird. Yeah. Oh, there he is. Oh, he's quiet. back. He's back. Okay. Kind of? Can you hear me? No, it's like you're in an echo chamber, Real buddy. quiet. How about now? Oh, there that's better. Is. There it is, back. Okay, so what it is is it's the sound got redirected to my headset and not the blue, the icicle. What happened there? I don't know. I even have it set to Icicle, and here we are. How would it have reset in the middle of doing stuff? Oh, it just reset itself again. He's gone. I'm still here. Oh, it keeps still... showing us mute and, like, headset mute. Fantastic. This is wonderful <laughs> equipment. I love All it. Right. Okay. So, All right. So, hopefully at least my levels are okay. Yeah, and yeah. We we're can, good. We'll just try and go from here. We're good. We're good. He's fine. Okay. All right. So, uh, I think other we can get... Hmm. Let's finish Pokemon Sleep here. Yeah, real let's quick. finish Pokemon Go. Let's, let's, let's hear about these kids with a with the Wi-Fi that they're all tethered to. Dude, I I don't. That, I'm stealing Ryan's story, but uh, that's definitely what's going on here a little bit, which is kind yeah. of a bummer because that's how you make money in the game. Is uh, if you want to make the premium currency, you have to put your people into a gym, and so if there's no room in the gym, because they're dumping their currency into it 
or they're dumping their Pokemon into it, you can't get currency. So it's a little bit of a bummer. I don't know why you'd have multiple accounts. It's not like you could really, I mean, I guess you could sell Pokemon because you can trade them. I imagine they're doing it so they can like get six chances to get the shiny one or whatever. Yeah, probably helping themselves doing raids raids require like up to 20 people and then you get the chance at the shiny raid legendary or whatever so yeah if there are six of you who are really two of you then yeah yeah but that can't be i'm like so we at the comic shop we're a gym so occasionally we'll just have a army of people show up outside for about 15 minutes Uh and do the raid and then bounce out and i'm like I've seen some of them with like two phones, but I'm like, how can you be active on anything more than that? Like if you've got several accounts, like do you do a raid at one gym with these two phones and then go over and switch out accounts and do two more times. And it's it. I mean, I get it. If people farm stuff all the time, but it seems extremely redundant. Like, and just, there's gotta be a better use for your time, I guess, but uh, what have you? I, I guess if you're really into it, there's no better use for your time. Overall, True. you know, I guess it just depends if you're valuing getting that really, you know, that rare legendary shiny or whatever, then that's the thing you have to do, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of a bummer because then you have to trade it and then your IVs could change from being good to bad, you know? I don't know, but I do know that I don't want to watch, have Pikachu watch me sleep. What? (laughs) You don't want... You don't want a, the Pokemon company to have all your sleep habits and sell them to the highest bidder? Well, the highest bidder is probably Nintendo. I don't know why they're doing that. <laughs> Whoever you know? it's going to be, it's going to be. They're going to sell it to anyone who will give them money, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm on, I'm, I don't... So Nintendo was going to do this on their own. They were going to do like a, a health thing, you know, like a fitness tracker and all sorts of gamification of fitness and sleep and all this and then they shut that down a couple months ago and then about doing the vitality sensor as far back as the Wii right oh yeah yeah and now uh the Pokemon company wants to level Pokemon by you sleeping on them or something this isn't predatory and aimed at kids though I'm sure probably not I don't know the best thing to come out of this was Pokemon let's go home and sleep (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I just, I, the whole thing just seems so skeezy to me and like just like hey kids you want to install this app so you can snuggle with your best bud pikachu and then like some guy literally stealing their data in the background and like selling it to their insurance company to deny them coverage later in life or some kind of horrible dystopian stuff like this it's just like i can't no man i don't want anyone watching me sleep <laughs> I just can't imagine what it's for. Anyway, that's about as much Pokemon as needs to happen. I think we should get back to some Marvelage, maybe. Uh, if it's if you guys are in the mood, I'm I'm in the mood to know whether you thought this was the best of twenty three Marvel movies. Uh, no, because it's not a standalone movie. It's it's a it's the bookend. It's the second half to to another movie. It's you know, the culmination of 22 films. It's like, it's great in that aspect. It's mind blowing. Like where aside from television, where else do you get that kind of storytelling that brings you together all these characters and, you know, of the scale, like there's not much else out there. And so it's like, it's great on that aspect of it. As far as the standalone film, like you couldn't just put this on and be like, Oh yeah, I totally get everything that's going on. And it's, it gives me full arcs for these characters. Like, no, it's, it's, 
it's not that, but it's a great it's a great trade paperback. Like it's like oh that that's the second volume. It's so good. It's a good I mean, analogy. That, yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. And so it's like, do I? Is it like a, my? We were talk, as I was saying, I was talking or when I was off mic. Um, <laughs> when <laughs> my top five, like my top five Marvel movies at the top of the list, and it's mainly because I'm a Spider-Man fan, is Spider-Man: Homecoming. And that's that's largely just due to that Spider-Man Homecoming side of things. It's not necessarily like I I think uh, Winter Soldier, Civil War, those are better movies. Like they're just better movies in a whole, probably. But I just love Spider-Man, and it's so and it is self-contained. It's so just like okay, you know, yeah, there's there's nods to the other movies, but Spider-Man's doing everything a Spider-Man can, and he's doing his story as a standalone. So it's great in that aspect. Captain America and, so, and Winter, Winter Soldier and Civil War are, again, pieces of a larger puzzle, but they can stand on their own, too, as well. But, like, Spider-Man is just fun, and it's so fun. I really love that. I love Homecoming. I get bogged down in the uh, the theory craft behind Civil War, where Black Panther's really pissed off that there's collateral damage in this world and then causes thousands of people to get injured during his chase of Winter Soldier. Yeah, I mean that's that's kind of the, <laughs> the that's the that's like oh well you know wouldn't cause damage if he wasn't on the run. It's like uh, 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 I don't know. He gets literally yelled at that for the exact same thing in Black Panther when he goes through Korea and destroys like half that town. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude yeah. didn't learn. <laughs> okay, so you're not as strongly optioned on it as I thought. And as much as I want to know what you think about that new Spider-Man trailer, we should probably get the other Marvel out of the way first. That's yeah. That that is actually on my list of things. That's the very last thing because okay. someone's like, "Oh yeah, that that's Vec," and I'm like, uh, "Nope, wait, let's not." Let's, let's we we corrected ourselves off air. We, oh, you did. That it was very helpful. <laughs> gotcha. It, it, does this dude have a lisp? Like, yeah. I, the trailer is badly cut. I guess. Yeah, it's hard to understand at first, but uh, okay, all right. So, how bad did we do in our estimation of the movie? No, not bad at all. I just, for me, it's totally pedantic little things that are just like the, like one didn't get mentioned or uh, like this, like the first off, like, oh yeah, when Vision was at the party, he could pick, he couldn't pick up the hammer. It's like, well, no, Vision wasn't created yet at the beginning of the party in Age of Ultron. And later at the end of the movie, he did lift the hammer. So it's like, because they had that whole bit about like, so if the, if the hammer's in an elevator and the elevator goes up, elevator's lifting the hammer, doesn't count. Like, yeah, it's a machine, doesn't count. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Oh right! See, man, I haven't seen Age of Ultron in <laughs> so long. You I'm going to jump moment? forward and say you didn't see Iron Man three. Like, how did you <laughs> not see other? Like, it's 22 pieces of this puzzle, and they're all readily available. This is 2019. You can watch all of them from the comfort of your couch, except for Captain Marvel. That's but, the only one you couldn't watch from your from your couch. But like, why should I watch bad movies? Iron Man three is not bad. It's got good moments. Jaws extremely forgettable, Jaws, but like, Jaws two has bad. good moments. <laughs> uh, I I I think there's definitely good character growth for Tony there. I think it's it's yeah. There's definitely some there's definitely problems I have with it, and I wouldn't say that it's a perfect movie. But I just I don't know. I think all the Marvel movies, the worst Marvel movie, is still better than the best DC movie. So. <laughs> I don't know. Mm. You'd put you think Wonder, Wonder Woman or two ahead of Wonder Woman? 
Okay, I guess Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman. Yeah, okay, Wonder Woman is the best DC movie of With, the, of the DC. Yes, so that's modern right. DCU so, okay, era so. DCU movies, right? Not like yeah, okay. all DC movies ever made because like the first yeah. Batman is amazing. Uh, the the Tim Burton one where he the, he starts out by watching a crime happen yes. and letting it happen. Yes, that's but the I, best one. Yes, no, I just I say the nay. I suspect <laughs> Ken is referring to Justice League specifically, which is yeah. not great, and all the Marvel movies might be better than that. No, yeah. all the new DCU movies I think fall in the same category. Yeah, I haven't what seen Aquaman yet though. You though? Hmm? No, it's 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 not. No, Wonder Woman definitely has some good good points and stuff. There is a little bit of like at the end it just becomes like okay well this is just the big bad all along like, all right I, I don't know what there's, a, there's some... a very enjoyable film but it definitely uh suffers from like this is the best of 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 a real bad lot it's so, like if you or if you bought six eggs and all but five of them like five of them were cracked <laughs> like oh this this egg is great yeah but i mean we lost five like <laughs> yeah like yeah the bar has not been set high yeah, it's still true. a good movie. Like that's a like that's a good egg. Yeah. Anyway, all right. Yeah. Irrespective so, uh, of our Iron Man three screw ups. Yeah, but I, I I still think too. Like considering it's, I think Iron Man three is on Netflix. It it can cost you nothing but your uh, some of your time. Which you know who who didn't see it? It was uh, JJ. You don't have kids. Watch a movie. I've seen Iron Man 3. That's not it. It was Andrew who hadn't seen it. I haven't it. seen it. Oh, yeah. dang it. He has kids. He has an excuse. Okay, fair enough. Did you, Ken, do you, did you recognize the kid at the funeral? Oh, no. God, no. That, I missed that completely until... See? I got that. <laughs> yeah. I, I was like, who is this kid? And I mean, I, it, makes, it, it makes sense with the story and like, oh, everyone grew up that much. I'm like, all right, fine. Like, I, I guess this kid's here. Who I was upset wasn't there was Coulson. Like, Coulson was here with us in movie one. They Iron Man. don't mix the shows and movies. Really? So who is that guy who opened the door for Tony's dad? It's the guy that opened the doors for Tony's dad? Yeah, the to get in the car. Jarvis? He's yeah. Jarvis. Oh, the original Jarvis. Oh, from, from the Peggy Carter TV show. Oh, okay. So uh, 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 Hold on, hold the- on, hold on. Not fair, because <laughs> if you pay any attention at all, you know that who played Vision and... Who was the voice for Jarvis? Was that guy right, Paul Bettany? No, Paul, it was Paul Bettany, but that yeah. wasn't the driver. Yes, it is. No, it's, he says no, he based wasn't. Jarvis on his dad's butler or whatever. He based the name Paul Bettany voices Jarvis from from Iron Man One on, mm-hmm. and that's Paul Bettany. The yes. person who plays Jarvis is not Paul Bettany in the in as far as his corporeal real life human form what it's a real person what do you mean <laughs> in the movie that's paul bettany no, no it's not it isn't no no <laughs> it's mm. the actor who plays him on the peggy carter tv show and it, again about mixing tv shows and what and tv sh- tv and uh, movies again uh colson started in the first movie with tony stark like but colson's dead in right the movies there. and they're not going to explain to people that he came back to life kind of in the TV shows, and was the head of Shield, kind of. Even though, did we get, did we get an explanation as why this random kid is standing in the back of the the funeral? No, yeah, because he and Tony had like great stuff all through Iron Man three, and they he came out because he was sad. That okay, Tony so, died. So the kid, the kid from one movie, gets to come back. Uh, Coulson from three or four movies. 
doesn't get to come back. Coulson had bit parts in all of those movies. The kid was like a main character in Iron Man. Not in Thor. He's got a really big part in Thor. Yeah. Oh, I, just think, Thor, yeah. I would agree yeah. that I would love for Colson to have come back. And I've said on this show before that they should have mixed the TV shows and movies, but they don't. Yeah, they, they any, don't for the most part. In any reasonable, marketable, or interconnected way, they do not mix them. The mixing only goes one way, right? They they drop fun things for people right. who follow like the Sif. TV shows into the movies, like Jarvis and Sif and that stuff, and then everyone else... It's just like, that's just a character in the background. Cool. Well, but that's all about to change. Is it? With, with Disney Plus. Yeah. Well, I mean, that you can of, make a movie on there. Three that I, I can guess. name off, offhand and giving them TV shows. Yeah. But does that mean that they won't show up in the movies but, again? We don't know. Well, will those TV shows cross over to other TV shows? You know what I mean? Like, I think the question is, if, it, if they're produced by Marvel Studios, then they'll they'll continue the lineage. As opposed to if it's created by... Marvel Television. It's a different division. It's a well, different studio. It's also so going like to get too big at a certain point to um, micromanage the interactions on that stuff. It's called Lucasfilm. They they did they did a great no no they didn't do a great job. Never mind. Yeah, we don't want to do what Lucasfilm <laughs> did. That's not going to end up great. <laughs> no, I'm totally kidding. So so I just I wish because you have Nick Fury walk out for like a quick minute at the funeral. I'm like. Couldn't you just walk and like walk out with Colson? He isn't like to interact with anybody. Just walks out and like, oh, you know, because Colson was there from the very first movie, and I think there's some continuity, and just it would have been good to have him there. But then again, I don't know where the TV show is currently because I fell off at, in the last season. So, but still, it's just I, I think considering we brought back so many people, like why couldn't Colson come back? I'm not even seeing like bringing the rest of the cast of Agents of Shield, but Colson Colson played a role in the very first movie, so I think that that should earn him. I don't know, some screen time. But that's just my own personal opinion. That's, you know, I don't think I don't think it's a failing of the movie. It's just one of those things like, oh, I wish they would have done that. Mm-hmm. So never going to happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just wait for Captain Marvel 2. And he's pivotal because he met he, he and, and Coulson was in that movie, too. Spoilers Young, for Captain Marvel. Younger Coulson. Yeah. Yeah. Younger Coulson with with uh, Nick uh, Nick Fury from the Negotiator. Because he was alive at that point in time, and then they don't have to explain <laughs> to fine. everybody that didn't saying. watch the TV show. That's all. That's it. Moving on. Yeah, moving on. <laughs> um, I thought it was good that uh, Captain America was doing uh, group therapy with um, with everyone trying to still deal with that stuff because essentially he's filling in the role that Falcon left. Like he meets when uh, when he meets um, Sam Wilson. Sam Wilson's doing group for veterans who've come back and don't know how to find their place, and so. Cap is doing whatever he can because he still can't let it go. So he's doing whatever he can to try and fill in for Falcon, who's now, you know, dusted. So I thought that was a really good, a really good moment. Did you kind of get the same feeling that at least I did? I think somebody else did also that it seemed like he had kind of obfuscated his responsibilities elsewhere, though, in terms of like being upset about the way the world turned out and trying to help a different way. And then you show up and you see, um, Scarlett Johansson and she's like overworked and overtired and he's not really helping. Yeah, it's it's weird because it's like you you get the feeling that she's also like just trying to hold people together and the idea like well we should you know we should keep talking. It's like well what's there to say sometimes like she's you've got um, War Machine trying to track down uh, Barton from time to time but like there's not like where do how much how much do they actually need to do and save and that's kind of the the idea that the world has leveled out a bit like oh you know there's not as much chaos because 
there's there's not as much crime because there's less people to kind of be i don't know it's kind of it's 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 you're left in a weird feeling like everything's very dark in that air and that tonally where you're like she definitely feels over overwrought but i don't know if it's just emotionally because you know there's still she still hasn't moved on either she's still upset about what happened hmm. maybe so i yeah i mean i i definitely think he'd probably i don't know i i there's definitely something with that giant time gap there that's a problem for me because of the because of the just the logistics of the them keeping the snap to like snap and then going for five years without it like that's the time travel aspect to me seems like a bit of a cop out. It seems like a feasible idea for the story, but I'm just I'm still like but you just thinking about okay you lose half the world and then people go on and deal with all those the mental repercussions of dealing with that societally. How do we, you know, how do we carry on through certain types of government, all these types of things? And then five years later, everyone comes back and like, oh, yeah, the infrastructure is no longer there to support that many. It's changed to be able to support the half the population we had. And now you're going to throw all those people back into it. It'd be, be even more chaos on top of that. Plus, anybody like, you know, say you're uh, since you got dusted, your wife went out, got remarried. And now she's got she's got a kid and she's married somebody else like you come back out of nowhere like that's just the world's it's i don't know the five-year gap the only reason for the five-year gap is so that tony has a kid and that there feels like there's repercussions for tony to make the decision that he does that's the only reason so that he has something to lose and make it worthwhile otherwise it causes nothing but trouble to have that five-year gap there yeah i hadn't thought about that yeah, yeah, because I mean, you know, you didn't need five years for Thor to get fat. No. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, you can do it in two. I was just gonna say, way easier than that. Oh yeah, and I'm not even trying. Um, uh, another thing on my list is that uh, you guys were talking about how Peggy had had kids, and that you uh, you saw her husband. She never had kids, and really? you never saw the husband. Yeah. Huh. Um. So she has a niece, and that's Sharon Carter, and she, they they make note of it that it's Aunt Peggy. Right. And Aunt Peggy, who he, I'm sorry, Shannon Carter, who he kisses in Civil War, spoilers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We talked like, about that. Yeah. So it's yep. like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I kissed your niece. And, uh, but yeah, you never see the husband. So, like, when. I could have sworn when, early on that he sees her later on in life, at least. And even if you don't see the husband or whatever, she doesn't react like, oh, hey, what the heck? How are you young again? We were married for 30 years in secret. She does have Alzheimer's uh, oh, later okay. when she when he does go see her, I and see. so when she it plays out in the movie at the time it plays out like oh you're back and so you see that play across her and it's a really heartbreaking moment in in the, at the time because you're like she's having to go through and live at that part again. Mm-hmm. It's even more weird when you think about that is just old Tony or I'm sorry old Steve in the other room like all right just you know, meet her and he just keeps his head down and never quite in- interacts with his other timeline self. I I don't know. It's, yeah, we all I think had issues with the idea that Cap would just be like, "Well, I know all this stuff. Other me's got this. Like, <laughs> no yeah. big deal." Yeah, there's and there's tons of stuff like you know he just allows September 11th to happen. There's all kinds of things where you're just like, so he just le- leaves uh, Bucky to be tortured and mind wiped and go kill people. Okay, all of the all Hydra right. stuff in infiltrating shield and yeah, there's there's a boatload of stuff there and it's just the the idea. And they, it's weird too because they go back and now they're like, oh yeah, we totally, you know, he was in a different timeline. He's in this timeline. I'm like, you guys are just grasping at straws now. Like, you don't need to try and cover up for it. Like, it's fine. Like, you didn't think this 100% through, which is 
it's whatever it is. You, once you bring in time travel, it all kind of goes out the window. And that's why I don't, I'm not a big fan of it as far as the plot device for this. It's still fun to have a time heist. Oh, yeah. But you gotta, it, it's, you gotta the, follow honestly, your own rules. Yeah. And, they and that's don't. the thing, too. Like, the first time I saw it, I was like, wait, so the discussion between, um, the ancient one and Banner Hulk is like, oh, you know, if you pull this out, you create a different timeline. And he's like, no, if we bring it back, we, we close off that timeline. But they don't talk about closing off. They just talk about fortifying their own timeline, which I'm like, oh, because on the second view and I listened to it a little cl- uh, more closely and I was a little clear, like, oh, OK, so they don't they don't honestly care about creating the alternate timelines. They just care about fortifying their own, which is a little bit like, really, guys, we're just all right. That's what we're going to do now. Yeah, we, have, we have no concept of trying to protect the timeline. Come on. Yeah, it's also there's there's stuff too like where it's it's very nitpicky of where like I wish we could have got some more moments with Hulk or whatnot, but we have you know 35 characters to service in this story, so some people have to fall by the wayside. Hey, you know that five year yeah. gap gave us uh Giganto Hulk banner. Yeah, Professor Hulk, which I like conceptually, but also like I would have like when Ancient One hits Banner out of Hulk, I'm like, oh my god, are we gonna get Rage Monster Hulk where it's just hulk unchecked and banners out of him like that would have been crazy like he just leaves off and that's part of the you know part of the the chaos that ensues but no we just you know yeah i I was hoping for that especially because hulk got screwed out of the last movie where like oh no they they want to say that he was um that he wasn't too scared of thanos to come back he just was tired of fixing bruce's problems but i'm like that's not the way that read like there's times they put stuff forward in the movie that it just doesn't read that way on screen to me and to most people i talk to like you in know, Infinity War, most people are like, oh, so Hulk's scared of Thanos. I'm like, that's how it reads to me. But then the, the Russos go on and say, oh, no, he's just tired of fixing his problems. I'm like, then, then do a better job of showing me that. Show, you know, don't tell. You know, you don't have to listen to what they say after the movie <laughs> is over. I actually think a lot of this movie is better if you don't ever read any of the stuff that they say. Because in general, you just like watch what you see. And then you think, oh, okay, Hulk was scared. That's why he didn't come out. Everything's fine. There's no, there's no mystery to solve there. Yeah. But then that makes me angry because like Hulk should have fought better at his. Yeah. But no, you, it's a very valid point. You can just enjoy the movie for the movie and not, you know, watch special features. Don't well, see. Don't see, do the interviews afterwards. Not knowing what they said, I thought back to when he was in uh, Ragnarok, and then was like, okay, well, Hulk doesn't come out because Banner's too afraid to let Hulk come out again. Right. But so, that would that would, that would mean. But since they didn't write that movie, I don't think they integrated those thoughts into it. Like what do you mean? End, I thought I thought everything was interconnected. I would hope so too. But there's clearly, twenty three pieces of a puzzle, and I have to go watch Iron Man three. I'm just, hey, I'm saying that you should watch it. I didn't say that you <laughs> that it makes sense. I'm just saying you should watch it. <laughs> oh, okay. So we're all on board that time travel cap is not the best cap. Yeah, there's definitely questions there, but I mean, it's it's you you have it so at the end you can have that moment of him, which is really cool too. Like on the rewatch, um, you see it like right right before he's about to go on the 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 time pad, he looks over his shoulder and then he like looks kind of like okay nods and he and he goes back in time, and I'm like oh wow that's cool because he's just kind of confirming he's like almost like reassuring himself that his plan like he's like what what if I try this and like he looks over his shoulder sees probably old steve there and it's like oh okay this is a valid plan i'm about to do it anyway so here we oh, go okay <laughs> cool where did he get the extra shield i mean he just probably had it had it out of some if he's if he's time jumping he can do whatever he wants i mean realistically 
<laughs> so he stole yeah. some poor Steve's shield that's out there in some other timeline. Doesn't have a shield yeah. anymore. Dude, the I whole... Hate... Oh, go ahead. Uh, as I say, he just had to remember to go back and give it back to him right before he dies. Whenever whenever <laughs> he thinks about it. <laughs> it's on. It's put on the back. He inscribed it on the back of the shield. Sam, before you die, take this back to March 1984. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> And that the whole returning everything is like, and also like the the fact that the, there's like, oh yeah, this timeline's the way they work. It bothers me because it's like, okay, so we let we let past Thanos come to the future, and mm-hmm. then we dust him there. So shouldn't then past Thanos never be there to do the snap in the first place and put us yeah. on this gigantic yeah. journey in the first yeah. place? And yeah. just whatever, like guys, like don't like just uh, time travel wasn't. I don't know. Ken, this doesn't work like Back to the Future. They explicitly yeah. <laughs> exactly like it works however we deem necessary. That's how it works. Right. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's interesting to say though too. For a lot of the movies, like all the way back to um, Captain America: The First Avenger, it was the same writers. Like the same writers worked on the Captain America: for The First Avenger on up to uh, Infinity War. Like not all the movies, but definitely pieces here and there, which is really kind of interesting to see. Like they were planning certain things, or at least they knew that they had a crumb to follow from First Avenger all the way through up until this. So cool. Hmm. That puts it more in his perspective. Yeah, right on. Yeah. Any more listicle for us? Um, the uh, Pepper uh, when Pepper knows uh, that Tony won't let it go, he's like, "Will you get any rest?" And there's a really good moment when they're talking about the the first idea of like, "Okay, you know, I crack time uh, time travel," and she's like. Okay, you did it. So, or you're not gonna let it go, though. So, I'm gonna, I'm gonna acknowledge what that means to you and just let you go on another adventure. And that's, and then that's a great line for her to kind of finish on. It's like you can rest now. And it's like, oh, it's all right. She knows Tony, and she gets that. We were all somewhat unconvinced by Pepper Potts. I did, I didn't say her, she was great at acting it, but the goop, <laughs> the goop read the lines that were given her. So, okay, there's that. <laughs> Oh, and also the um the convincing I like that the convincing factor was c- pretty much Peter. Like he if it wasn't like when he's doing the dishes and he splashes some water and he sees the photo of uh of Peter. Like he look he sees the photo of his dad, but the next to that is the photo of Peter. And, like that's where his big his big uh that's his Jason Todd at that point. Where, like that was my failure. That was the like everything else I did, I did the best I could, but I failed Peter, and that still carried with him. Ugh. That weight was still on him, it's, and so it's that his whole was... thing with his whole thing with fathers and sons, which does yeah. I think get resolved nicely in this. Yeah, that's a tough sell considering how many people have died thanks to Tony Stark. <laughs> hey, this is the only one that he felt like that oh, died in man. his arms. Okay. I mean, <laughs> well, it starts. That's he like starts Jensen. out on that on that journey in Civil War, right? When the mother comes to him in the hallway after he funds all the projects. Yeah. Sorry, the, the additional accountability. And then he's like, everyone has to be accountable. Isn't it all your fault? Everyone has to be accountable. <laughs> like, all right, Tony, how about just you first? We'll start there. Yeah. Everyone. Yeah. All right. Spider-Man is going to be in another movie here in a hot minute. Alternate yeah, that's, timelines, that's the- alternate dimensions, alternate realities, yeah. alternate Tony Stark's back in Marvel MCU after that movie. No, I just I just figure Force Ghost, like oh, just no. hologram. Well, no, I mean you have you have Jarvis who's was taken out. You have um, Friday. You have oh god, and I can't remember the the. There's an AI in Peter's suit as well, and now I can't remember it. 
but like there's other multiple AIs. He could just exist as, and he's done it in the comics where he's existed as a as an AI. He scanned his brain and said, "Okay, I made an AI for if I die." And that's when when Doctor Doom takes over as Iron Man, and so does Iron Heart, and they're interacting with the digital Tony. So it's like I can. I mean, we get it at the end of the movie where he's talking to uh, his daughter and and Pepper and everyone. So it's like stuff like that I can see happening to some degree if they wanted to. If he wants more money. You know, just oh yeah, I can do some acting. That's the thing too, is like he most of his stuff now is just him in the suit, so it just means him sitting in a chair looking around quickly, like, All right, got another one on my side. So it's even easier for him now, like, okay, I can just wear a t shirt and jeans is just the AI. All right, let's do this. <laughs> I think maybe it's more that Marvel doesn't want him back because of the price tag attached to that than the other way around. <laughs> no, I can see that. Which is interesting too, because it's like on the other side of that is Captain America, who's just he's um, Chris. Chris Evans is just like, no, it, it's too stressful being in Captain America. I'm I'm kind of good. I'm out. Let's let me let me step back. Mm. I have two big questions for you. One mm-hmm. is Mysterio, Mysterio the bad guy, or are we getting a red herring and there's another bad guy? Uh, I don't know. So you have Quentin Beck, who is Mysterio, and. It's. I'm curious if the, a lot of people just call it the syndrome uh, story of essentially like you know he creates the villains that he's fighting to uh, to make himself prop himself up as a hero. So you have that kind of idea. There's also I, don't, I guess none of you probably read Spider Man when Peter Parker from the Six One Six universe meets Miles Morales for the first time. In that in that universe, Mysterio's actually exist in both realities, but the one in the Ultimate Universe is actually just a uh animatronic body that our Mysterio uses to act as a supervillain on that side too. It's it's, it's kind of crazy like the, the amount of like doubling back and stuff they do. But I I think I, the hard part is like prior knowledge, I want to think it's a syndrome thing where he's gonna try and act like he's doing all this stuff and it's just his, you know, his uh buddies that are propping him up, Sandman, Molten Man and all these guys. But I don't know. And it's like it's 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 weird too because it's like we had first heard that they were going to be the Elementals, which are some really weird, random uh, villains back in the day. But they turned out all to be because they make references to the specific issues that they start in for Sandman, Hydro Man, Molten Man. And there's one more that my brain's not giving me. But yeah, they're all characters who exist in the Spider-Man universe. And so it's kind of it's hard pressed to be like, oh, you know, which way they're going to go? Because it's like they do have the option to do something interesting. But I, I don't know. Well, it's also it's something you guys mentioned at the end where like Ned walks up to him and he's like, oh, hey, and like he's all sad that he, he's like he's so happy to see him back. Yeah. And the way that scene, re- the, the, the way that scene reads is that Ned has spent the last five years without without Peter, except if that's the case, Ned's in college. Why is Peter meeting him <laughs> at school? Ding, why ding, are, ding. Why, yeah. are, why is anybody like it's like the entire class is getting together. So either they all got dusted, which. Okay, there's still a little bit there for for Ned just to be like, oh hey, you're still alive. That's great. Even though we both got dusted, it feels like I I saw you leave two days ago and you're well, back. Okay, Ned cool. wouldn't have known because he saw him leave on a rocket for space. So there's a chance right. Ned got dusted too, I guess, and that's the only way they can both still be in high school. The entire class because Flash <laughs> Thompson's back. Yeah, um, Michelle's back. I'm not calling her MJ. She's that's Mary's not short for Michelle, but um. <laughs> Like everyone, Flash Thompson, other people in his class, they're all still alive. So I'm like, okay, and they're all still in high school. So either like 
half the class got dusted and it was all his friends. <laughs> I don't, I, it's again, that's, this is the, the point of like the five year gap is pointless to me because it's like, it was just there for the, the Morgan Stark of it all, which is fine. But I'm just like, I just don't try and continue. That. I don't know. It's, it's weird to me. Cause like all these, and also like, Hey, we all just came back from the dead. Let's go on a trip to, across, you know, to Europe. I'm like, really? Like everyone's just happy. Like the, the world's in complete disarray, you know? 50 billion people disappeared and came back five years later. Like, how would this, this, this chaos? They solved it. But the problem is it's a yeah. school trip. They have to go. <laughs> they have, Yeah, they, they, they already had the waiver signed. Yeah, they, they bought the tickets, but then they're the going to people... lose. Yeah, they're going to lose the hotel. <laughs> it's going to be amazing that they got that London eye working again and then it gets blown up. Yeah, it's just like, oh, heavens. <laughs> so if that's, there's a yeah. five-year time gap in the black panther movie do we think that that's enough of a gap to reintroduce uh dr doom and the fantastic four? Oh god i i i want them i want dr doom i don't uh, god how do they how do they bring them in and also the problem for me is the ff i don't i don't love the ff i like them they're fine i think they'd work better as a show but I don't see the FF working as great as a movie. I mean, they, they were, the only good Fantastic Four movie that there is is Incredibles 1 and 2. Like, that's it. Like, <laughs> it hasn't worked otherwise. And I, I don't know why they can't find the right recipe, but there it is. Like, it's, it's the only thing. Like, I think the X-Men are a better, easier way to bring in the, the other side of the universe. And I think, was it one of you guys that mentioned? Oh, no. I think it was another, another podcast. There's uh there's there's talk of them so what they're gonna do with Stark Tower is they they have shots of him of Peter Parker in New York still and you see shots of Stark Tower but now that Stark's gone what happens to Avengers Tower because now the Avengers are in upstate New York in the compound what so compound? does that become <laughs> yeah true <laughs> don't I mean Pepper has unlimited funds she'll rebuild it that's fine um oh also by the way when aren't I just I thought of this just right now. Aren't half the team of Avengers still war criminals technically because they didn't sign the Sokovia Accords? Are we done? Like the last we saw, uh, Thunderbolt Ross is like, arrest these people. Double uh, jeopardy, Ken. You can't yeah. try them twice. They died. They <laughs> came back. They're absolved of all crimes. <laughs> Till death do us part. We died. So we're like, I'm free to date. <laughs> oh, that's ridiculous. Anyways, well, I so mean, the Hawkeye is-, is an international criminal no matter which way you cut it. So, oh, yeah, seriously. Oh, and that was another thing on the, the, there, Nat shouldn't have died. Like she, I get that. Like you, to a degree, they fridged her, which is not like it's just like it's. She she has more stories to tell. Clint doesn't have anything else to do. Like, just let him die. I I do not care about anything about this Clint Barton. Clint Barton. Like man, I just do not care about Clint Barton. You don't want a Clint Barton TV show, uh, Ronan thing. No, because we're not going to get that because he's got his family back. So there's no Ronin. There's, it's, it's, we don't need that. He he could have died right there. But there's five, there's five years five worth years of time. Of yeah. That's, that, that's flashback movies then. We don't five need him to. seasons. That's fine. But that's flashback movies. So we don't need him alive at the end of the movie. I see. Yeah. I see. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> you know, there's. Was... there's... Oh, good. Okay. That's yeah, fine. Do you have anything else on that one? No, on that one, no. Go for it. Okay. There's another movie franchise that I would call Troubled recently, maybe. Uh, Happens to also be produced by Disney. Well, that doesn't narrow it down. 
might also have a theme park thing coming. <laughs> that narrows it down. <laughs> Star Wars. Star Wars is opening a land called Galaxy's Edge. Has opened. Is Oh, my God. A- A.K.A. Star Wars Land. A.K.A. Star Wars Land, yeah. No one's going to call it Galaxy's Edge, right? Oh, I actually call it Batu because that's where you go. It's it's Batu. You don't what's actually the go there unless you get on Star Tours first. You do, yeah. I've landed in ba- I've landed in Batu several times. So. Okay. Then you've done that part of the journey. Now it's time yeah. to go to Batu. I've never actually gotten into the into Batu though. I like I just walk off the edge. I don't know where I go. <laughs> <laughs> Michael. Yeah, so we were fortunate enough to um, join on a friend's reservation on yesterday, Sunday, uh, for the brand spanking new Galaxy's Edge. Okay, explain how the reservations work. So, for the first month that the new land is open, there are reservations that are required for you to get in so there were two ways to get a reservation you could either book a room at one of the disney hotels um, during that month um, and get a guaranteed reservation with that or they opened up an online portal kind of like the comic-con portal and you the day of reservations you went and got in the waiting room and they assigned you a random number and then they let people in over the course of, I think it was about three hours it took to sell them out. Um, and when your slot came up, they presented you with a couple of days and a bunch of time slots within each of those days. And you got to pick one that best worked for you and put up to five other people onto your reservation. So you can have at most a group of six. Oh, so like if you've already made a reservation... Like, so I know somebody that made one for three. They can add people later? I don't think you can change the reservations that you made. I, I haven't heard of anyone trying, but Got I it. know that when you show up. So they, they're they not doing check-in at Galaxy's Edge. Check-in is over um, in Tomorrowland uh, at the Carnival of Progress. The what and the who now? So where they put the where they put all the Star Wars stuff next to Autopia between Autopia Oh that and big old circular building. building. Yeah. Where the, the future yeah. landing uh landing launch bay. Launch bay. Yeah. It is now the launch bay. What happened to the um, Osimo? So, no oh. <laughs> That's an um, old reference for people that that's the same like a thing half, that the like previous pilot of Star Tours. No, 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 no. That's 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 Captain Rex. Osimo. He used to be in the launch bay. Osimo was from uh, South Park. No. What's the name of the robot? Uh, Ken is also right. You're thinking of Asimo. A-S-I-M-O. As opposed to Osimo. (laughs) Honda Robot Disneyland. Yeah, Asimo. That robot is Asimov is a man. No, Asimo. Asimo. His name is Osimo. It's not. Who's I'm going to watch this video and it's going to say his name on the video. Hottest advanced step in innovative mobility. Awesome. I know. I just had to get the code. I 
believe what's going on out there. I think everyone in town is on my lawn right now. Oh, Phil. No, no, you gotta stay out of the rose bushes, buddy. Okay. I'm sorry, I'm Kevin McGuire. Welcome to the McGuire household. You see, we've been chosen as the first family to test the Honda Awesome robot, and I just sent it out to go check on the mail. It was so much fun watching the neighbors' faces when they first see Awesome Like, they all? No, no, you can't borrow the robot. Just. Okay. <laughs> now, if you're not familiar with Awesome you're going to be amazed at the way it. You know what? You're just going to have to see it to believe it. Of course, when we first met Awesome a couple weeks ago, we learned that its name stands for Advanced Step in Innovative Mobility. Oh, here it comes now. Everyone, say hello to Asimo. That's a good idea. Everyone, welcome to this member of the Blair family, Asimo. Uh, I'm going to interject because you're still getting, you're still doing research, which I don't know why you're doing this. We were gamers, but you can't, you can't transfer the names. You can't go back and add people onto an existing reservation, and you can't edit it either. So my friend actually had, she put her name twice on accident, so she couldn't go back and change her second name oh, to a different name. Yeah, you, it's they lock you into that because yeah. I, I, I would have bothered so many people if that was the option. Yeah, so when you show up at the launch bay, um, which you can do up to two hours before your reservation, uh, your whole group has to be there. Uh, I guess if if people can't make it, um, but everyone who's going with the person who made the reservation has to be there. And they check everyone's ID, if you're 18 or over, um, to match it up with the list. And what if I've legally changed my age to not be 18 because I don't feel that old? Then you're going to court like that guy that tried to do that. All right. You walk in, <laughs> and it's empty because half the rides aren't open yet. Uh, I mean, half, you mean one of two. That's a, yeah. exactly half. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, so they do, one of the things that I had a big question about, and I think a lot of people did, was crowd size, because they gave no indication of how many reservations that they would have and how busy the uh, the park would get as a result of it. But I think they did a really good job of limiting the number of people such that it just felt like another day in any other part of the park. Like there were people and it was busy, but you weren't shoulder to shoulder spending all your time waiting in a line for this or a line for that. So it wasn't Comic-Con. It was not Comic-Con. Uh, and I I think that they should extend the reservations once this first month is done. Extend the amount of time you have there? No. Uh, the amount of time you have, the four hours, is a good amount of time. Oh, okay. Uh, so I think they should, they should open up more reservations. Oh, let the reservations keep going? Yeah. Because I think if they stop the reservations after just a month, it's going to be a madhouse for probably the rest of the year agreed but then again as someone who didn't get a reservation i don't i i'm like no just let me in let me in let me in <laughs> <clears throat> so i'm of two minds but yeah. i would like i'd like the opportunity to get in there when it's a little more controlled and i've heard too that if you stay past your four hours i've heard two things one 
they say that storm stormtroopers will guide you out, which I've heard is not true. And that essentially they won't allow you to buy anything in the shops, go on any of the rides, but you can still kind of hang out and mill about, which is still kind of awesome because it looks amazing. Right. Yeah. So they do start to basically shut you out of things. Um, the which I so I didn't experience it firsthand because they were closing the park early yesterday. So even though we had an 11 to three time slot, there wasn't a group coming in after us. So we didn't have to deal with um, overlap because the, the groups overlap by an hour. Oh. So at the beginning and end of, of most of the time slots, there will be two groups in the land, uh, which is when it feels the busiest. But for us, because there wasn't a group after us, it just got quieter and quieter as we got closer to three o'clock. That's unfair. Yeah, man. I, d- um, I demand so, you go back and do this the hard way. <laughs> uh, well, I am going back, but it'll be the same thing because we have the last time slot of the day. I demand uh, you change time slots. This is unacceptable. <laughs> I need to change my name to Michael and get in there. Legally on your change behalf. your name to Michael. Yeah. 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 Uh huh. Um, okay. It's not fair, mainly because you're never going to know how crowded the actual line is to get in the Millennium Falcon. Yes, that's true. Until they they really open it up. But I will say this for that ride. It is going to be very much like Cars Land Racers because the ride is a team of six. Okay. So if you're not dead set on riding with a, a group, single rider will be a great option for this one. Hmm. Because groups of six are not, groups of three and groups of six are not common like two and four are. So there's always going to be the need to fill in with single riders. Is the prop Millennium Falcon separate from the ride? Uh, the like, prop Millennium Falcon is right outside the ride. Okay. So if you're looking at the Millennium Falcon, the entrance to the ride is just off to its left. And so you can go in the prop one. Is that right or wrong? Uh, no, you, there's no entrance to go into the prop one. Where did you, you where do to. you take the picture with the table and the, thing and the other thing so there is inside the ride there is a staging area where you can stop and take photos huh and and those photos are what like like right now is the time to get those photos because otherwise every photo you have is gonna have 18 other people behind you waiting in line to get those that same shot right and this the i my one thought is that waiting for the the Halloween time frame to come along so you can go to the, so I can go to the park in costume as Besman Han Solo so then I can be in my costume on the Falcon and get a photo like that. That's my the dream. I believe in you. Make it happen. <laughs> and if nothing else, I'll wear a Kyle Katarn outfit and get get uh, get Andy in a Dash Rendar costume. We can do this. This is this is a goal. Mm-hmm. Smuggler's Row. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. I like it. Uh, right. How's that ride? I'll the bite. ride is the ride is excellent. Um, so it's way more interactive than I expected that it would be. So you're in a group of six, and they assign roles to you. They they pass you out um, six little um, cards. And each card has a uh, your role on it and a brief description of what your job is. So there are two pilots, there are two gunners, and there are two engineers. 
And the ride itself is a train heist a la Solo. Oh. Yeah. So the pilots, um, there's a left and a right pilot. The left pilot is in charge of left and right motion. The right pilot is in charge of and down and jumping to light speed. Um, The two gunners are responsible for um, taking out enemy ships and shooting loose the train cars. And the engineers are responsible for protecting the ship and harpooning the train car so that they don't fall. Huh. This Um, sounds like you get a team score, um, but it's based on your performance and you can get variable numbers of train cars loose. Oh, so something I heard, which I don't know if you experienced this or not, is that if you want the longest possible ride, you should actually play badly. Really? Because I guess there's more screens that happen or whatever if you, like, suck. <laughs> was the, how the person on the, the website I was reading described it. Like, if you're bad at flying through the asteroids or whatever, right? then you have to fly through the asteroids more than if you just, like, are good and dodge everything. Huh. Okay. I can see that. I I kind of wondered. So we, what I've heard is that the best you can do is disconnecting three of the train cars, uh, and we we actually got to ride it twice uh, because the line got so short by the end, uh, and we got <laughs> two train cars disconnected each time through, which was impressive because one of our, our crew members was four. Huh. Uh, she how, was just, how tall do you have to be? Just tall enough. Oh, I don't remember what the number is, but she was just tall enough to meet the height requirement. But she was not tall enough to be the right pilot and reach all the way up to the top of the console to pull down <laughs> the lever for hyperspeed. <laughs> <clears throat> oh my gosh, which was fantastic. Um, but we still managed on both runs to get uh to get two cars decoupled. Uh, but it's cool because like for each job, there are, um, there are a bunch of buttons, um, on all the panels and the buttons light up oh. as you're supposed to be pressing them. So half you're, this you're stuff not... is going to be broken by the end of the year. That's what I was <laughs> just going to say. How long are those buttons going to work? They'll be gone by the end of the year. It's just like Indiana Jones, man. That's ride used to have fire and three tracks. And it used to also have like 15 different ways it could animate. And now it doesn't do that either. And. Ah oh, man, already making me sad that I'm not in this early, early part. I'm like, dang it. But yeah, I, so I'm I'm curious to see what it would be like if you had a a dedicated crew of six who knew what they were doing. Um, but now I'm I'm equally curious to know what happens if you just totally kludge it up. Yeah, the person I guess who was uh whose article I read talking about it had said that. He basically went in with their group and one person just like sat and watched the ride instead of interacting at all. (laughs) (laughs) And depending on the role, I can imagine that that went pretty poorly. Yeah, I don't I don't remember which role he ended up being, but I thought it was a hilarious idea. (laughs) (laughs) Probably one of the pilots. Nice. What's it like walking around? It is... It's immersive. Like, you forget that you're at Disney. That's impossible, considering all the sweaty people around you. But, you know, they... they Well, when we were there, it was kind of overcast, so there were less sweaty people. Um, but, the, the like I said, they do a really good job with 
controlling the size of the crowd. So it feels the ahead. uh the what do you call that? It's not called rock work. because it's, <laughs> it's not rock, it's plaster, but all the um environmental stuff. Yeah, it looks it looks really good. Like it everything feels like they put in they put thought behind it and time into it. How big are the uh it's is everything kind of life size? It's not like the Millennium Falcon's like three times smaller than it should be. No, no, everything is life sized. Nice. They yeah. use they use we saw it from a distance so I couldn't hear what the what the premise was, but they use Kylo's ship for a uh, like mini stage show. Huh. And he like disappears up into his ship at the end of it. Did you what about uh merchandise? Did you try to build a lightsaber or a droid? Uh we did not try to build a lightsaber. Um we got into we went into the droid shop. Uh we didn't try to get in line cuz that line was long pretty much the entire time. Okay. Uh, but we did see other people putting their droids together and they are um incredibly customizable. Yeah. More the so options that you have for more, more so, so than more so than <laughs> like the uh they have that cheapo lightsaber building thing over at Star Tours. Oh no, this Star is Trader. more like this is more like imagine build a bear but for droids. I heard those lightsabers are like two hundred bucks, so they, they better be nicer. Oh, this is the they newer are. ones, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So they're nicer and it's also I've heard it compared to the wand ceremony at uh Universal for Harry Potter where it's it's not just the building of the lightsaber but it's the whole experience that goes along with it. Oh, oh man. Uh, and you get a you get a cool over the shoulder um like black kind of poster tube looking carrier for your lightsaber as no. well. No. Really? Yeah. No, I'm going to have to build one. Um, they have a, uh, they have a DJ Rex, Andy. I think you saw that. Yeah. Captain Rex as a DJ. Yeah. It's a, he's a, he's like a Bluetooth speaker. I'm going to need that. Does he tell you that it's your first flight and it's his too? It's his first spin. (laughs) It's my first spin. That would be cool. Oh man. I heard that uh, Paul Rubens even comes back to voice it. Does it sound like him? So I couldn't hear it very well, well only because it was super loud when we were in there. Okay, imagine. Um, <laughs> but that would that would be great if he did the voice for it. Yeah, I. That's one thing when they did Star Tours, like I, which it's also like annoying now because like I'll go on Star Tours and seem to get the same, same sequence of stuff again and again, and I'm like, I know it's probably because they're pushing more for, um, Last Jedi still because that's that's the newest footage they have, but I'm like. I want to go back to some of the older locations. I want to have some of that old stuff again. Also, I realized they never integrated anything from Solo, which is more than a little surprising. Like, there's destinations there we didn't see. Like, we can, I don't know. Wrong timeline. Wrong timeline. It's all the wrong timeline. It's all the wrong timeline. I know, but it's all, you have to think about the timeline they need to sell toys in. Well, that's the thing, too, is you, you don't have any, you don't have any, uh, original trilogy or prequel trilogy in Batu in galaxy's edge you only have the new trilogy mm-hmm. so anything old trilogy is over in star tours in launch bay like you won't see you won't see vader outside of launch bay over in Batu because that's 
not his era. So they won't have him there. He'll only be in launch bay. So they're still maintaining some kind of thing there. So why not do Star Tours? You go through, you know, time portals or whatever. Like, I'd want those back. But that's just me. But anyways, the point was that I liked Rex. I loved Rex. I thought it would be... They had four pods for for Star Tours back in the day. They still do. Why not keep one of that for the original ride? Like that would have been. I agree. I don't know. I agree. I would yeah. love that. I agree. And one of the one were... of them should always have been the classic ride when you went in. It was like, hey, Rex is still here. Yeah, and maybe, don't keep it operational all the time if you don't want to. But just like still maintain one. You have four pods, and you. I've. I can't think of a time I've gone in there and all four bays were currently being used. Like maybe two, maybe three at most, but usually never four. So I don't know, but that's just me wanting to have that original experience still. Yeah, and and they could also do something like they do with um, Hyperspace Mountain or what they just are doing for this month with Soren, um, which is bring the original back. Oh, well, you can't bring so the original the- back on the uh, on the hardware. And Star Tours, you know. Yeah, I, I think the issue with the original stuff is they ripped out all those old simulators, and okay, so they are yeah. not there anymore. They did mechanical and sizable hardware changes. Okay, that yeah. makes it much not harder. that they couldn't put the old footage and like the motions back in, but then there's probably more work to do that than just like press go, you know. Yeah, reprogram it all. Just do it with one of them. You've got three. You got four. Just just do it. I fully believe that they will at some point as like a fun thing, just like they did with Soren, bring it back as like a here's a limited time event that lasts for three years that they bring it back once in a while. Do you think they bring back Rex into the thing, like bringing back that animatronic or do you think just they just retrofit it with with three PO and R2? Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Yeah, when I heard about the lightsaber, the the creation of it all, it's like very much hearkening to the episode of clone wars the gathering where it's like all of them go through and find out oh mine's gonna be made out of this mine's gonna be made out of that i was just like that sounds amazing but it's like two hundred dollars and i'm like okay so that's amazing and i'll be doing that in several years possibly <laughs> i still have to buy a, an eight hundred dollar lego money and falcon so i've got my priorities all right folks and that's a good priority Top by the way that yeah. that millennium falcon's <laughs> really good somebody's got a tip-top review of that millennium falcon over there <laughs> I'm looking at it right now. It's great. <laughs> uh, so the probably the only thing we didn't get to do was the cantina. No alcohol? No. So we're going to uh. try that tomorrow. They changed. So Galaxy's Edge opened on Friday. And between Friday and Sunday, uh, they changed the way you try to get into the cantina. Because everybody wants to do it. Well, Friday and Saturday, they they did it straight up Comic-Con style where there's a line and when it gets long enough, they just cap it and you have to be (laughs) hanging around but not hanging around to try and get into it when they uncap it. Um, That should sound familiar to all of you. Creates the Mm -hmm. chaos around the end of the line. Yeah. Right. So they wised up very, like, they wised up impressively quickly and by Sunday, they had people waiting near the cantina to take names on a first come first serve basis um of how many people were in your group and then based on how quickly uh you got to them they gave you a time window so our window was two and a half to three hours into our four-hour reservation 
Ooh. And they told us, if we can accommodate you, we'll send you a text during your window letting you know to come back to the cantina. Oh. So there would be fast passes for that eventually. That's how that sounds, right? Reservations, maybe, through the there, Disney there reservation line. Be, yeah, there will oh, probably right, be yeah, reservations yeah. through the app. Um, and it'll it'll eventually normalize out, but it'll take a while. My gosh. Two years. Oh, man. All right, so you went to the non-dairy milk cart then. <clears throat> yes, we went to the milk stand that serves non-dairy <laughs> drinks, and we tried both the blue milk and the green milk. Which are non-dairy. Yes. Why? I, I, I don't know. <laughs> so what, I, I mean, what is it? I, you know. So milk- it is a combination of rice milk and I don't remember now if it's almond milk or coconut milk. Okay, so one's kind of like an horchata maybe? No, actually, they're both. They both taste very candy-like. Um, they, they're, they've kind of got the consistency of smoothies, no. and um, one of them tasted a little bit like bubble gum, and the other one oh, tasted no. a bit, like a little bit citrusy, a little bit watermelony. But no. they're actually both good. Bubble gum doesn't belong in a drink. Yeah. You, I... Try it before you before you totally ruin it. Okay, all right. Um, And we were told we were told after the fact that the best thing to do is actually to mix the two of them together. Of course, right after you've already finished it. Yeah, that sounds so nasty. It does sound terrible. They were surprised. They were surprisingly good. Okay, if you have an opinion on whether bubble gum belongs in a drink or whether uh, Star Wars Batu should have. References to the original films, like a round deflector dish. <laughs> Continuity, Andy. Continuity. All right, I, just log off, man. This is not. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Where would you send it? Uh, you could send those to podcast at wewergamers.com. Email. Uh, we will read it. And you could watch this very podcast in audio video form on YouTube. <laughs> it's like I'm not emailing them a link. <laughs> YouTube's a good spot. We have Instagram. Yeah. We have Twitter and Twitter and and Facebook Facebook. at We Were Gamers on Uh all those places. Check us out. Uh huh. It's got to be Asimo. There's no way (laughs) they would say Asimo in Disneyland. It's A I. No, it's not. It's A S A S I M O Asimo. Okay. Asimo. Asimo. It's not Asimo, which is absolutely spelled awesome. A W E S O M E dash O. (laughs) <laughs> if you have an opinion on whether it's awesome or asimo then share with us <laughs> I, was, I was like waiting for the other half of that said do you have an opinion on it if unless you agree with me keep it to yourself Okay. Okay. Is crab who's crab dance? Crab dance is Ryan. Okay. He's probably botting FF whatever or something. <laughs> it actually doesn't say <laughs> FF. It does not say FF. Yeah, but it doesn't no. say it, but he's probably but botting. You no, know, you know. Yeah. Because there's like video games to talk about for the first time in months. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. There's a lot. I don't think we're ever doing another component class with how much news there is. 
I've got Galaxy's Edge to talk about at some point. Oh my god! Oh no! That no. <laughs> All right, well, that's in the podcast. That's certainly oh. more important than video games. Oh my god!